Good evening, and welcome to another episode of That Which Does Not Kill Us. I'm your host, Sarah Arnold, and today I want to reflect on a fascinating conversation that I had with my mother. Now, one of the things that I'm starting to realize is over the last year, I feel as though my mother and I have both done some pretty good work, I guess, for lack of a better term, on um, mending our relationship. But what fascinates me about it is I feel like that's coming through honest dialogue. It's really kind of vexing. I'm not quite sure how that works. But um, I appreciate it for what it is. Um, In many of the conversations that we're having currently and have had over the past, um, I'm going to say at least like six months or so, um, there's a certain level of transparency where I know that my perception of things and me telling my perception of things can be painful for her to listen to. Um, But at the same time, I think the thing that I appreciate more than anything else is what I feel like I'm gaining from that is um, I, I feel like I'm actually being seen and heard. And it's fascinating that it's taken this long to get here. But, like, I value the dialogue that we're having. And it's almost comical to me because I feel like I've kind of come full circle, I guess. Because um, the thing that I get from the dialogues I have with my mother that I can't get from the ones I have with my father is depth, right? Like emotional depth seems to be the biggest thing that is missing from the conversations that I have with my father though it seems very much as though things are kept at the surface level and there's nothing beyond that like anything beyond that is outside of my father's comfort zone and then also anything beyond talking about you know his glory days in the military or whatever um are also outside of his comfort zone and there's a point to this um today actually it's really fucking fascinating um i heard a really cool story about my father today from my mother (laughs) which like it was one of those things where i don't know how to process the information that i received i really don't so let me take you back in time to 
when my parents' marriage was younger, I'm not going to say young because it's not totally the truth, but when, like, earlier on in their uh, marriage, so my dad was in the military for, like, 20 years and some change before he retired, and one of the things that he did when he was in the military was he went to Egypt, and when he came back from Egypt, he brought my mom three split rocks. And hearing her talk about them, like she sent me a picture of them as well. They're actually pretty cool looking. Um, it was almost like awe-inspiring to hear this story because... I didn't know that my father had that level of thoughtfulness. <laughs> like, because, so here, my mother really likes rocks. Like, she's really into rocks. She thinks they're cool as fuck, and she has liked rocks and been into rocks for a really long time. And so this seemingly small gesture is a very thoughtful gift that my father brought back these split rocks from Egypt when he when he came home from Egypt he brought my mother rocks and like just again like hearing her talk about them um in like again she really likes rocks she's fucking hardcore into rocks in um, yeah, like, hearing her discuss these rocks and tell me about them, like, it really, like, I, I was taken aback, because I, I know, like, I know that my mom is, like, totally obsessed with rocks, okay? Like, everybody on the fucking earth that knows my mom in any context knows that she is really into rocks, and this is, like, a thing for her, like, that she really likes rocks, and it just... Like, it, it, it gave me a different perspective of my father than I think I've ever had. Because I didn't know, like, I didn't know he had this, this, this level of thoughtfulness in him. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's, like, it's really, like, I mean, I feel like I'm fucking learning this really late in life. But at the same time, like... It's, like, it's really cool to hear about, like, who the fuck was, like, who the fuck was this guy? You know what I mean? Like, who is this thoughtful dude that doesn't sound or look like my father? <laughs> and so, yeah, that kind of, I don't know, like, it gave me a different um, view of him as a person. And, well, who he's grown into, I guess. Um, and a different perception of, you know what I mean? Like, maybe who he was, you know? And the better qualities, which... I'm not saying my dad doesn't have good qualities. It's just the good qualities that I feel like I've seen are a bit more of a superficial nature. And, um, like, this is... It's... Like, to, okay, and maybe this kind of speaks to me as the audience as well, right? Like, to me, 
like really small you know what I mean like I'm not really into gift giving like as an entity as a love language it's not really my thing um but there are some exceptions to that right and like this this story to me is like like this is a perfect example of an exception to that um it's something that's seemingly small but it means a lot that you know what I mean it's a seemingly small thing that really means a lot and like it's really heartwarming and also kind of like saddening at the same time to think like my dad like you know like he had the presence of mind to find some really fucking cool rocks to bring my mom back from being over in the desert and like again that that's the kind of small like I like those small bits of generosity you know like those kinds of gifts like where it's really it's nothing major but it's really heartfelt and thoughtful or like um I have a small collection of handmade scarves where I know the person who made it or like I have a pair of handmade like slipper socks you know like those kinds of things and, and I think the reason why um is so for me quality time is really important um that's like for me quality time is like top tier love language um and I think that's that's my perception. Um, I, I know I am loved if somebody is willing to invest their time into me. Um, that is a way that I receive love. And this this caliber of gifting of, you know what I mean, like the handmade scarves and the fucking slipper socks, like they weren't there with me. But, you know what I mean, the, that investment is still there. <laughs> And so that's the kind of gifting that really touches me in places because I'm like, oh, you spent time making this for me. Or um, another example is that I really like bugs. Like, I think insects are fucking cool. And so, like, you know what I mean? If somebody sends me pictures or videos of bugs, you know, like that's that's the kind of small like thoughtful thing um i guess bugs for me are like rock star to my mom i don't know oh that's weird sorry i just, <laughs> I just made a random connection because uh, i was having an honest again having an honest dialogue with my mother it was a good conversation like i like the more we get into these kinds of dialogues, the more I appreciate our relationship for what it is. But, um, no, in, <laughs> I gave her my assessment of the family in terms of like how we're neurospicy or the ways in which I believe we are neurospicy. Um, and if I were to just like, let me, reveal I think there's a high probability that I am somewhere on the autism spectrum um 
<laughs> but <laughs> what I was realizing as I was making these parallels <laughs> between me and my mother is like, oh, the lady that's into rocks. Okay. <laughs> like, okay, so there's a high probability, like, hmm, why do I feel like this came from your genes, lady? <laughs> like, that's the connection that I just made as I was talking about how insects are to me as rocks are to my mother. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's very possible that mom is also neurospicy in that kind of way. But, you know what I mean? Being of her age group, I'm sure that that generation had all of their fucking isms beat the fuck out of them. Or neglected out of them. Whatever. Um, I don't know what's more applicable. It probably depends on the household. But, huh. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> like, that's just, that's my fucking light bulb moment for the evening. But, like, I, I really really enjoyed the dialogue that we had over the evening. It was really, really positive. Um, one of the things that I was explaining to her as well um, is the things that I've started to do to take care of myself and um, how important that structure is to me in helping me to find balance and equilibrium and groundedness in my everyday life completely outside of other people just me basically loving me you know through whatever methodology I'm using um, like right now it's primarily reduce you know what I mean keeping a strong limit on my caffeine intake so my nervous system doesn't get overstimulated or dysregulated. So that's like step one. Uh, step two is having something small to eat when I get up every morning. And it's a, it's a yogurt, so it's something that has, you know, some nutritional balance to it. There's protein in it. There's good gut bacteria. And so... I'm nurturing myself and that's basically what I was explaining to her is that my um, my routine for nurturing myself and how much it's helping me to feel okay about me you know even though yes I'm going through a period where I'm experiencing difficulty um, with my outside relationships with people but at the same time I feel like part of the things that I've experiencing number one I allowed it okay so yeah and the reason why I allowed it is because I come from a fucking family of enablers okay but admitting is the first step to quitting so yay me motherfucker um, and then step two though is obviously getting to the point where I see it for what it is you know I see that I am enabling this to occur like I'm allowing this to happen and being willing to make those tough decisions you know obviously like to remove myself from a situation 
or situations if they no longer support my better mental health. So that's another huge step. That's a big way that I'm loving myself is by making decisions for my own in my own self-interest. Um, yes, I have gotten to a better place in being able to communicate these things and it seems as though my experience has been a wash in terms of how receptive these communicate uh, how you know what I mean how receptive the other party is on these communications and um but at the end of the day like in the decisions that I'm making with my everyday like how I engage just by myself number one and then number two how I engage with the people in my life like making healthy choices for myself and it's literally everything that I feed myself with you know be it the food the food the coffee drinking lots of water um cooking myself dinner when I get home from work um, in making a practice of doing this because I'm fucking worth it. And then the other one that I've been doing too, that to me has been tremendously beneficial. And I recommended it to my mother as well, because, because of how beneficial it is for me to, um, I don't know, I guess I would say feel more inside my body if I had to <laughs> put it any other way, you know what I mean? Like, is uh, meditations I absolutely love an assortment of guided meditations that I do every night um, usually I'll pick one that I will engage in before bedtime and then another one like I'll find another guided meditation that's like intended for um, when you're going to sleep so you know what I mean like I, I've got it just I don't know how I don't know how to explain it or describe it but I find this routine is really positively impacting my ability to I guess I would say be in my body. I like I don't I don't know. Like it, my my ability to be okay within myself. Um you know, to be okay despite you know having things that I am trying to work through. And I mean to be fair, like if I'm being completely honest, having being able to have conversation about it, like honest dialogue you know, it is also very beneficial. And I really value being at that place where, you know, I, I can have an honest conversation with my mom about, like, so tonight, tonight we had a big one. Um, I told her about the only suicide attempt I've ever made. Um, and, um, uh, the thing that I think she was most taken aback by was when. Um, I was probably like 10 or 11, if I had to make a bad guess. Um, I know it was before my parents split up. 
And it was at the time that my mom was working third shift and my dad was in another country. And I think, like, obviously, like, there's, you know what I mean? There's a lot of fucking fuck shit that started happening. <laughs> like, like, it kind of, it just escalated and kind of got out of control in terms of, like, stress. Like, life stress at that time. And, like... Obviously, at that juncture in my life, when that was happening, you know what I mean? Like, it's like my whole fucking family is gone. And hell, for all I know, it, like, I can't quite put my finger on it exactly. It might have even been, like, at some point, like, maybe right after my brother went to basic training or something. I don't know. Either way, um, there was just something about the whole concept of, like, feeling like I was, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I know this sounds fucked up, but I mean, in under the circumstances, I feel like I felt abandoned by my parents before they were ever, like, gone, you know? Like, bef before they split. And that's, you know, being able to have an honest dialogue about that wounding and trying to, you know, get underneath that wounding and give, like, basically do the whole, like, reparenting shit, you know what I mean, and, like, really having, like, it's so fucking cool to me to be able to have that conversation with her, like, and not in the context of, like, I'm trying to make you feel bad, but rather, like, this, this is the shit that I'm trying to work through, I'm feeling better in my skin and about myself right now, these are the tools that I've been using to help me maybe like maybe they can help you too because our family is very familiar with mental health struggle struggles i mean there's a there's a plethora of you know different types of um things like you know depression anxiety adhd autism um you know etc like i could go on for you know, there's a lot of different things of that nature in my family. We're not strangers to it. And so I really enjoyed being able to dive into, like, the root shit of that. But then at the same time, being able to express, like, hey, you know what I mean? Like, let me open my toolbox, Mom. And let me tell you about the tools that have worked for me. And maybe some of that will stick. Maybe something that I fucking said will, you know, help her in a way. I don't know. But, you know, fingers crossed, motherfucker. Like, here's to hoping. Here's to hoping that my experience, you know what I mean? Like, that the buck doesn't stop here. That the things that I'm discovering... And the things that I'm doing that are helping me feel better may also help her. And so, yeah, I don't know if they really are. But either way, I like being able to have that conversation. And have it openly, you know, with full transparency. Where, yeah, like, there aren't pieces that are being edited, you know, and... Yeah, like, the, that's kind of cool. You know, it's it's a really great place to be compared to where we were, like, a little over a year ago. Um, and so, yeah, 
I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm feeling pretty content in this moment with the amount of growth and investment that I've made in myself. And I'm also kind of feeling content knowing that at one point or another, like my dad was actually a really thoughtful person. Like, so somewhere in there is a really fucking genuine, thoughtful person. And so that's kind of cool. Yeah. And that's pretty much the energy that I'm sitting in for my evening. So that's pretty. That's all I got. So uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. And as always, be well.